Welcome to Shorties, a short true crime story. Well, hello. Hello, how are you? You know, I'm doing good. I have a pretty terrible story for you today. Cool, okay. Well, well written, but I believe horrific. It. I believe it. There's many layers to it. So I decided, I was like, I'm going to do something really lighthearted um, today. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do the urban legend of Hello Kitty. The urban legend of Hello when, Kitty. When, when one wants something light, they go to Hello Kitty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was Googling like the true story behind this, the true story behind that. Oh. And then what popped up with this was really interesting. And it kind of ties into some really gruesome stuff. So I don't know anything about this. So I didn't know there was an urban legend. Oh, yeah. Related no. To it. And like personally, like Hello Kitty, like never lit my fire. No, like, it never lit mine. Yeah. It didn't float my boat. No. I don't it, know what it nothing, was. It didn't float me, light me, burn me. Lighten me. It just. Yeah. It didn't get anything going in me. It did me. not fire me up at all. No. Um, no judgment. No judgment at all because that also wasn't the case for countless humans across sure. yeah. the world. Everyone knows the cute little cartoon yeah. with the cat, you know, with the boner ear. This cartoon has an elaborate backstory, um, TV show, films, video games, and endless amounts of branded merchandise. In 2019, Hello Kitty was named the second highest grossing media franchise right behind Pokemon. So it's big. Yeah. But very few, including myself, know the twisted urban legend behind Hello Kitty. Tell me. Um, Because I don't. Hold on to your butts, girl. All right. So according to this legend, a Chinese woman created Hello Kitty in the 1970s. Her daughter was diagnosed with mouth cancer and was deemed terminally ill. Her daughter was only 14 years old at the time, and the news left the family devastated and completely heartbroken. Yeah, of course. Her mother couldn't accept this diagnosis, so she went to every church in the city so that she could pray for her daughter in every way, shape, or form. Her prayers were not answered, and she grew desperate. The woman turned to devil worship and performed satanic rituals in order to save her daughter's life. The devil himself visited her and demanded that she do just one thing if he cured her daughter's cancer. She would have to create a character that would appeal to every child across the world. He said that if he could trick the whole world into loving this cartoon, he'd be tricking the people into worshiping Satan. Her daughter recovered from cancer and her mother created Hello Kitty. According to scaryforkids.com, the cartoon was designed without a mouth because her daughter had cancer of the mouth. The pointed cat ears represented the devil's horns. The word kitty means demon in Chinese. So every time someone bought the merchandise or said Hello Kitty, they would be saying Hello Demon. And by buying the merchandise, you'd be ultimately welcoming Satan into your home. The cartoon has become a secret symbol of Satanists. Satanists? Satanists. 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 <laughs> the confidence, though. Satanists. I know. Satanists. <laughs> Satanists. Satanists. Yes. Across the world. I am obviously not one. I'm not anti. Are you, you know, not? But I'm not one. I don't. No judgment. No affiliate. No, never. No, ju- no, never. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> and some even refer to Hello Kitty as the daughter of the devil. Okay. With all that being said, this is simply an urban legend. And I don't know if um, Satanists across the world use Hello Kitty as their symbol, but that is a part of yeah. the urban legend. And if you are one listening and you happen to use that symbol, please let me know because I'm very curious. Yeah, so, reach out to Anna. Yeah, like DM me directly. I'm curious. So while that is a legend, what, urban, if, what if they you just get a bunch of Satanists complaining about how you messed up the word? What if that's like my new like demographic that like follows me? I've been that wanting would be some weird. edge. 
I have been looking for edge, man. Tattoos don't do it anymore, so I have to figure out you a different. You don't have plot. any tattoos. No, I know, but that's I was like, that's why I wanted them originally. But then oh. everyone got that, like all these like so cute adorable girls are getting them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I need something edgy. Maybe that'll help me. Is that why you do dark nail polish sometimes? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. When I'm trying to look like uh, brooding and like yeah. I'm like going through a lot that week, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah. I never last more than a week. I know. I live with you. <laughs> so like you haven't known me I for hear, years. I hear your Spotify playlist on repeat and I know what kind of week <laughs> you're having. True, girl. So with all that being said, that is an urban legend. However, there is a true and horrific story that is referred to as the Hello Kitty murder. Have you heard of this? No. I, I had no idea there was anything associated with, with Hello, Hello Kitty, Kitty that is like remotely negative. I just thought it was like a kid thing. You thought it was like a cute decorative thing for a lunchbox. Like Pokemon. Like it's like it's like that sort of thing. It was totally. like, yeah, some kids are into it, some aren't. And I wasn't, so I don't know anything about it. You're not going to be into this. So one day in May of 1999, a 14-year-old girl walked into the Hong Kong police station, frightened. She explained to the officers at the station that she was being haunted by a woman who was tortured to death. For weeks, the vivid image of a woman bound in electrical wire plagued her mind. The police heard this and wrote it off as like a weird teenager speaking a bunch of nonsense or having nightmares that just felt real. Mm -hmm. However, the one thing that did stick out to them was the fact that she said she played a role in that woman's death. Police officers decided to follow the girl back to her home in the Kowloon district, which is a very rundown, seedy part of the city. Okay. When they entered the flat, they found a large Hello Kitty mermaid stuffed animal. Inside the doll was the decapitated head of a woman. The young girl's confession ended up being true. Fanman Yi. I hate saying Asian names and not getting it right. Fanman Yi. I don't know. Why are you looking at me? Fan. Man, fan. <laughs> what is happening? Why are you like, first you look to me and then you're just looking at the wall, asking the wall. <laughs> fan? Fan man yi. I just don't want to get that wrong. Should I Google that? Yeah, Google it real quick. Fan man yi grew up in an all-girls orphanage after her family abandoned her as a child. She had a very difficult time growing up and had a drug addiction by the time she was a teenager. She paid for drugs by working as a sex worker. When she turned 23, she got a job working as a hostess at a nightclub. This particular nightclub often hosted the Chinese mafia, meaning that she was often around very dangerous and powerful men. In 1997, Fan Menyi met 34-year-old Chan Man Lok. You said it with confidence, so just keep going. In 1997, Fan Menyi met 34-year-old Chan Man Lok at the nightclub. He was a socialite, a pimp, and a drug dealer. And Fan was a sex worker and a drug addict, so they decided to work together. They took a liking to each other immediately, and throughout 1997, she worked as a sex worker and henchman for a chairman lock. Mm. Later that year, Fan stole the $4,000 inside of his wallet so mm. that she could buy more drugs. When Chan saw that all of his money was gone, he told two of his loyal followers, Lung Shen Cho and Lung Was Lun, to kidnap Fawn. Wow, the confidence is unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I have never said these out loud in my life. And I just like, well, that's what you're called now. Yeah. And they suck. So if I mess it up, I don't feel bad. Yeah. Unless your name is that. And then it's a beautiful name. Fawn immediately returned the money that she had stolen. But Chan believed that interest was owed. The original plan was to sell her for money until she paid him back in full. 
But eventually the three men declared that this just wasn't punishment enough. Over the next month, the three men beat and raped her, burned her skin, and made her do unspeakable things. One of Chan's sex workers was a 14-year-old girl who he said was his girlfriend. Yeah, but not. And it's not at all. And she witnessed her pimp torture Fawn on a few different occasions. One day she saw the men kick Fawn in the head over and over and over again, and she started to join in. One morning, the 14-year-old found Fan Man Yi dead. She was 23 years old at the time of her death. The three men dismembered her body in the apartment's bathtub and disposed of the pieces in the garbage that was just in the house. Oh. However, they decided to keep her skull, and they sewed it inside of the large Hello Kitty mermaid doll that was just on the bed. Oh. The 14-year-old sex worker was the child that walked into the station and reported her haunting visions. She felt that by testifying against the three men and detailing the torture, she would be able to rid herself of the woman who had been haunting her. The apartment where Fawn was tortured was covered in Hello Kitty merchandise, everything from curtains to towels to silverware and bedsheets. The pieces of her body were located and showed evidence of being handled by all three men, even though, so I didn't want to include that, but they boiled a lot of her body parts um, to remove the flesh to prevent decaying. Oh, But some were just tossed in the garbage and obviously some were just sewed inside of things. Wow. Even though investigators were able to see that she had endured horrific torture, medical examiners could not determine whether or not she had died from a meth overdose or the injuries that had been inflicted on her. Oh, it's like, why does that matter? You know what I mean? Like when it It, comes to charging, I just don't, it's like, it matters. I know it's like intent versus whatever, but because of this, the three monsters were convicted of manslaughter instead of murder. Their jury decided that even though the men caused her death, her death was not their intent. Yeah, though this feels unbelievable and unjust, the three men were sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 20 years. The teenage girl was granted immunity due to her young age as well as testifying against the three men. Mm -hmm. There have been numerous reports of people visiting the building to see if they can contact Fawn. In 2012, the apartment building was demolished and in 2016 was rebuilt as a hotel. And that is the horrific murder case of Fan Man Yi, also known as the Hello Kitty murder. Dude, I did not know that. Is that gruesome? I did not know that there was like any negativity tied to that to cartoon. That, to that cartoon. It's known as like one of the most horrific crimes that has ever happened. It sounds like it. And yeah. it sounds like you skimmed through. Uh, I skipped a lot of the stuff that they made her do to herself or oh, do to other people. I was just yeah. like, just, I didn't find it necessary no. to include that. Um We'll be doing that. I feel like we, we've we discussed that so often where it's like kind of encapsulating it as torture and mutilation yeah. versus having where a this detail. Isn't, th- this podcast is not like gore porn or anything no. like that. We're not trying to shock anybody no. with the extent of what human beings do to other human beings. But I do think it's important to at least do. I feel like it's somehow when someone's endured something, skipping over that because it's just too difficult to hear feels wrong too yeah so that's why i just try to say tortured yeah horrible things etc yeah and that is my story of the of the day well that you you wrote it really well more terrible stuff coming for you tomorrow (laughs) per (laughs) use per (laughs) use love you love you bye bye if you enjoyed this episode please rate review and subscribe wherever you enjoy listening We owe everything to the many journalists, authors, filmmakers, psychiatrists, and psychologists 
whose extensive work and expertise we pulled from to share this episode with you. To view detailed source material, as well as content from today, please visit us on Instagram and TikTok at Shorty's Podcast. We really love doing this show, and if you'd like to help with the continued creation of it, you can support by donating to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Shorty's Podcast. This episode was hosted by Ashley Brumley-Johnson and Ana Katarina.